0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a special episode of Getting to Know You. This time, we're focusing on the 11th PEDRA Annual Conference coming up in Atlanta, Georgia, November 9th through the 11th. In just a minute, you'll hear from my special guests, conference co-chairs Dr. Esteban Fernandez-Faith and Dr. Lisa Arkin. They're going to share some highlights about the meeting and share some of their favorite PEDRA memories. But before we do that, please make sure that you are keeping up to date on PEDRA activities and conference announcements by joining our listserv, which you can do online at pedraresearch.org. You can also track us on social media. We're on X, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook, all at PEDRA Research. And make sure that you have liked and subscribed to our PEDRA Pearls podcast channel available on Google, iTunes, and Spotify. Okay. Now with that out of the way, let's talk about the Pedra meeting. So this year marks our 11th annual conference and our first time back together since uh, we celebrated our milestone 10th anniversary last year in uh, Washington, DC. If you have attended a Pedra meeting before, then you know that our warm bubbly community is always overflowing with creativity and joy whenever we get together. And if this is your first year, then you're in for a treat. The PEDRA meeting is where the magic happens. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to our conference co-chairs to
1: introduce themselves. I'm Lisa Arkin. I'm a pediatric dermatologist at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and this is my second and final year co-chairing the PEDRA annual conference.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Esteban Fernandez. I'm a pediatric dermatologist at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus, Ohio. And along with Lisa, I am the co-chair of the PEDRA Annual Conference. This is my first year. So, so happy to share this with, with Lisa and the rest of the committee.
0: We're all really happy to have you on board. So we've got so much to talk about, so much exciting things are going to be happening at our upcoming meetings. So let's dive in. I know that you have both attended several PEDRO meetings over the years. I know you both have seen a lot of value in the meetings themselves. So let's talk about, as co-chairs,
1: what's your approach to planning a meeting like this? Dr. Arkin, we'll start with you. Um, So one of the challenges of the last few years, and of course, one of the opportunities, is that both the field of dermatology, pediatric dermatology, and of course, medicine itself is changing quickly. And in some ways these changing demands maybe as clinicians have made made our lives a little bit more difficult. Um, So PEDRA becomes kind of an annual reprieve for all of us to get together once a year, to reconnect, to talk about the problems we're facing, some of the changing problems we're seeing every day in clinic, which our patients are experiencing on a daily basis. And to better work together towards understanding, you know, what the current challenges are, but also what the opportunities are to better understand and approach to solving them using scientific methodologies. Um, And so as conference chairs, our approach in some ways has changed from year to year. And that can be based on some of the gaps that we see in our clinical practice every day. And also a lot of the constructive feedback that we've received from year to year from the conference scores, which has helped us strengthen the, um, the content in the conference. And so I think this year, we've tried really hard to create a dynamic conference that um, responds to what people are telling us they need in the moment, which kind of fills the void for us and re-energizes all of us to help continue to lean in to solve problems for patients. And we really want people to leave the meeting feeling excited and galvanized for the work of the next year um, and to leave with, you know, really a tangible new skill set that they can apply over the course of the research they do in the coming year.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely want to echo what Lisa just said in, in that the PEDRA conference is is an ever-changing event. It is absolutely not static at all. We really want to keep pace with scientific discoveries, and we really want the conference to, to reflect those, those discoveries and those changes that we see uh, in medicine and in, in, um, in the care of our, of our patients. Now, a cornerstone of PEDRA, and really the PEDRA conference, has been to develop those collaborations to help solve those problems, to help solve the problems that we see on a day-to-day basis with, with our patients, to help bridge those gaps that exist in the science, that exist in the, in the literature, uh, so we can take much better care of, of our patients. And really many, if not all of those collaborations, develop at the PIDRA conference. And so uh, in designing the conference, we really want to make sure that we provide those opportunities to establish those collaborations, to start the collaborations, to nurture collaborations that have started uh, previously, and that those collaborations happen among clinicians, among bench researchers, uh we also bring together the patients through the patient advocacy groups and also the pharmaceutical industry so we want all the uh the important stakeholders to be part of this of this conversation and and i also want to highlight that this is a, a very uh, very much a team effort uh the pedra meetings committee works very hard th- very hard throughout the year to develop a wonderful uh conference and we take into account very strongly the feedback that we've gotten from previous conferences so that each year is better and better.
0: So let's talk about what can attendees expect when it comes to collaboration?
2: Yeah, so we want the attendees to come to the conference and really uh, be inspired. We want them to come to the conference and get energized to continue to solve the, the problems that we are dealing with, uh, through, with with our patients, to solve those problems through research, to through, through, uh, solve those problems through innovation. So we want the attendees to hear from experts. We want them to learn uh, from their stories. But at the same time, we want them to take home some practical tools, some practical uh, information, some pearls that they can start to use in their clinical practice, that they can start to use in their their research. As as we mentioned before, the conference brings together a whole host of of different types of attendees, clinicians, researchers, patient advocacy groups, and industry I think we all have the same goal. We all want to improve the care of our, of our patients. And it is by bringing together all of these stakeholders, bringing their different angles, the different um, expertise uh, that we all have, we can really get to uh, closer to solving uh, the problems for our patients.
1: So yeah, I would just add to that, um, which I mean, I think Esteban sort of laid it out beautifully. The, the way we get to crafting an agenda um, for the meeting is by trying to pepper a mix of narrative, so sort of storytelling approach of how team science was born, but also that sort of skill building where you can leave with a unique kind of new defined methodologic asset to integrate into your work over the next year. And this year, we're particularly excited about our first creation of what we're calling the Innovation Forum, which is a longitudinal experience that we hope will actually give folks some um, kind of expert level scientific methodology about how to recognize clinical problems worth solving and to begin to use them using a standardized approach. And then we're going to have the opportunity to hear some you know, great narratives from outstanding clinicians who partnered with translational scientists to tell their own stories. And then finally, we just want like people to get together and pollinate and do that thing where magic happens just by getting the right folks in the room at the right time.
0: Let's talk about... Uh, who like who is this conference meant for? Who are people going to meet? What should they expect when it comes to that networking and social piece?
1: Sure. So we really believe that this meeting is designed for everyone at every level of training, from medical students who are interested in dermatology to residents to pediatric fellows and faculty at every level of experience. Um, and part of the beauty about pediatric dermatology is that it's not a hierarchical field, it's a collaborative field. And so, you know, the beauty of this conference is you're going to get to work side by side against industry leaders, scientific leaders, leaders in the field of PEDSTERM, and, and people at every level of training. Everyone's ideas are equal, and that really is the beauty of this meeting. And then, of course, the patients and patient advocacy sort of remain at the center of everything we do. And that kind of triangle of all the folks in the right room, that's how you get, you know, where the sausage gets made, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I really really want to echo and highlight what Lisa said about our patients. I think, um, you know, this is a very special meeting that it is not just for scientists and and for researchers and clinicians. Uh, We want our patients to be a very important part of, of this conference. Uh, they are very well represented through the patient advocacy groups. And, and I think it's a, it's a really good opportunity for us to hear from them and to really bring their voice into our projects, into um, into our research. And industry partners, as was mentioned before, they have really been instrumental to uh, to the Pedra conference uh, and to PIDRA in general. They will be at the meeting. So that also provides an opportunity to meet with them to really explore different ways to collaborate and to continue to, to really advance um, our science. Now, also very importantly, uh, as Lisa, Lisa um, alluded to before, it's not all about science and brainstorming about pediatric dermatology research. There are also a number of social activities, of networking activities that will really allow the attendees to maybe make new friends uh, or catch up with, with old friends. There will also be a number of wellness activities, including the dashboard discovery, So if you guys want to try to uh, raise Lisa to the finish line, good luck with that. She's pretty fast. If you want to walk, come with me. Uh, So these are really going to be very fun ways to get together and to really decompress. and, And also, I think, a reminder for all of us of the importance that we need to take care of ourselves.
0: For the two of you, what are some really like key or important takeaways you're hoping everyone will leave the conference having taken with them?
2: Yeah, so we, we would definitely want the attendees to uh, learn new ways to collaborate, or maybe uh, have a, a different take on on collaboration with with other researchers. One of the sessions that I'm very excited about is is one that will highlight how a, clin- a clinical researcher collaborates with basic science or bench researchers. And sometimes we're so busy in our daily lives, and you know, seeing patients, maybe we have a, a busy clinical practice that we don't even know what's available within our institution or with other institutions, other researchers, maybe more basic science or more bench researchers that are looking to partner with us, with us who see patients um, every day, with us who have more of the clinical expertise and, and we can really partner together um, to to move our field uh, forward. And, and really these collaborations are, are so critical. So I, I'm really excited to hear about different ways or new ways to establish those collaborations that are so needed.
1: And I would add one more thing, which is that there's amazing work that happens at the meeting, but then there's a year of work that happens behind the scenes. And what has been really joyful for me over the last seven years of watching this unfold is that PEDRA as an institution and as a um, community is helping to solve some of the regulatory burdens by adding infrastructure that make it easier for us to do that work outside of the conference. So it's exciting to come away with new ideas, but the faster it is, the easier it is for us to actually get the work done, the better the deliverable will be. And I think the organization is actually working really hard to add infrastructure to provide support so that it's not like you come to the conference and and then are on your own. There are lots of ongoing opportunities after the meeting to stay involved, you know, and, and also get support and, and figure out how to move your project forward.
0: Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up because so oftentimes we can get together as a community and everybody feels re-energized and really excited. And then everybody leaves and it's like, okay, that was awesome. But I there's no way we can get any of that done now. Uh, and that's just not the case. Like we like you said, Peter has a, a multitude of resources available and things in place to help support the infrastructure that you all need. What would you say to folks who uh, like haven't been before or are just brand new to Pedra in general? How would you address those people?
2: Well, the, the Peter conference is just a wonderful opportunity to network, you know, it's a great opportunity also not only to learn what is going on in the field of pediatric dermatology, what is new, what's in the pipeline, even more updated information that we could get at any other you know, at a more typical um, academic um, type of type of conference, but not it's not only about learning what is going on in the field of pediatric dermatology, but it's actually being part of it and becoming part of that process being part of that change and, and just feeling that we are part of that change, that we are actually moving the science forward is a is a very exciting kind of feeling. It's a very uh, good reason to come to the to the PIDRA conference. And, and really whether you are a seasoned researcher or just starting kind of in this journey and trying to figure out if this is something that you want for your for your career. There's definitely gonna be something for everyone at the conference.
0: Is there, I'm curious, you know, I don't know about other conferences, but is there any prep work attendees should be doing ahead of coming to Pedra? Or is it just like, show up and you'll know what's going on? What do we, what do we need to do ahead of time, if anything?
2: Well, I, I think the most important prep work for all the attendees is just to get excited, to get excited about Pete's Derm, to get excited about Pete's DERM research, you know, because that that that's what we want. We want people to come excited and we want people to come uh, and be very curious uh to learn uh to make those those new collaborations one of the foundational elements of, of the conference has been the focus study group breakout sessions and this is where a lot of the ideas for new projects for new initiatives uh really start so we want attendees to as lisa said to start thinking about their areas of clinical interest or their areas of research interest, and we want them to bring in their ideas, their observations, what are they struggling with, Uh, what what are they noticing when they're seeing patients and when when they are doing uh, research, because these observations are going to be very, very valuable when we start to brainstorm about how can we move the field forward, what new projects, what new initiatives we can get started um, at, at the conference.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up the focus study groups. They really are the the key pillars of PEDRA and have been really from the outset. And they are a great source of creativity and really just an excellent illustration of The collaborative nature of our community. Uh, So if people listening or watching this interview leave with one thing, leave knowing that these focus study group sessions are absolutely incredible and they're where a lot of the magic happens here at PEDRA. As attendees and participants, like what makes PEDRA different than other dermatology meetings?
2: You know, I, I've been saying this since since the first PEDRA conference I attended to, and I really think that the PEDRA conference is like no other conference I have ever attended. Um, as Lisa mentioned, mentioned, attendees are not only passive listeners and learners. There are opportunities for that, but this is really a conference where the attendees really get to kind of roll up their sleeves and get to work. And, and not get to work, not in a bad way, get to work really by brainstorming, by sharing our clinical experiences, our research experience to really continue to advance the field. So it's a very dynamic meeting. It's not just to go to lectures and sit down and listen, but there's a lot of a, a lot of uh, work and, and really a lot of magic that happens uh, throughout the conference.
0: So knowing that about Pedra, that it's a, a much more collaborative and sort of networking, uh, activity-based conference, less didactic, what tips would you offer for people to make the most of the meeting?
1: So the first thing from my perspective would just be, you know, come as you are and don't feel afraid. Don't be intimidated. Be fearless. This is a meeting where all ideas matter and everyone is going to be enthusiastic and excited to meet someone new regardless of their level of training. Um, People are at this meeting to meet new people. They're here to think about new ideas and to forge brand new collaborations. So Lean in and come and be excited to um, really not be afraid to make a new connection, regardless of um, the person's level of seniority. Everyone is there to meet someone new.
2: So, so something that I um, encourage everyone that goes to the PEDRA conference is to really take advantage of everyone that is there. And a, a big component of the attendees of the at the conference are going to be our patient advocacy groups. You know, most of us we see patients on a on a daily basis or pretty regularly and but we don't often have the opportunity to sit down with our patients to really learn what it is that matters to them to really learn what it is that they want us to research what questions what answers they want us to um to to answer for for them um, and through the patient advocacy groups i think this is a wonderful opportunity to sit down with them to have um, that conversation and to really learn Uh, from our patients directly, what is it that matters to them? What is it that we can, how can we make a difference in their lives?
0: So as previously mentioned, the two of you have been PEDRA members for a very long time. You have attended many, many, many PEDRA meetings, and you've been it really entrenched in this community for years, even prior to PEDRA coming into being. So let's talk about some of your favorite PEDRA meeting memories.
2: Yeah, you know, I will always remember my first PEDRA uh, conference. I really came to Pedra not having a lot of background in research. I really had not done a lot a lot of research uh prior to uh finishing my my training or during my my training, but I was kind of feeling an itch to just learn more about it, really to see if this was something that I wanted to uh include or in my in my career, or something that I wanted to to further uh pursue. So I so I came to Pedra just with a very open mind. And very curious about um about pediatric dermatology research and, and what I, I could do. And it was just so so transformative for me that, that conference because even though I did not have a lot of research background, I think my clinical experience was very much um appreciated. And and really, Pedra has allowed me to be a very active part of, of pediatric dermatology research. It has really allowed me to have research as a very important part. Of my um of my career. So I, I will always remember that uh very fondly.
1: Yeah, I mean I'll never forget my first PJ meeting because I had a six month, a six-week-old infant. I just finished my fellowship. I'd been up literally all night. Um, and I was up all night for like a year, but I just remember going to this conference, and although I felt overwhelmed, I suddenly felt like there was a whole new realm of discovery that. I had not really known about in my fellowship which had been mostly clinical and so it it really sort of cracked open this opportunity to engage and and to participate in discovery um even though I was you know really recent out of training and it gave me a whole network of um new collaborators which has been really fulfilling over the course of my career over the last, you know, 10 years or so. Um, And then I was going to, you know, just add that last year, one of my amazing classmates from medical school, Dave Fagenbaum, delivered the keynote address on his experience, you know, surviving multicentric Castleman's disease, and then galvanizing a whole community of translational scientists to not only define the disease, but unlock the pathophysiology and figure out how to cure it. Um, And, you know, I was just so proud of him and really inspired by the potential in rare disease research. And I think that is the Pedra potential. I mean, obviously, his disease is not our disease, but it is the idea that there are problems out there that we can solve because the skin is an incredibly accessible organ. And um, so it's really exciting to be part of that. And I think that was my pinnacle moment because I'm just so proud of the work that he's done. But it really reflects sort of the ongoing mission of Pedra, which I think is, you know, really to cure. And we get to do that where we get closer to that every year with the generation of all these new ideas.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And what lovely memories that the both of you have from your Pedra meetings. I have so many wonderful memories and uh, I always look forward to making new ones, you know, every time this meeting comes around. Well, I can't think of a better place to stop, though I'd like to talk to you both for the rest of the day. I know we have busy schedules and things to do, so thank you so much for sharing your memories, and thank you for sharing your time with us. I'm so excited to see you both in Atlanta in November, as well as the rest of our community. I can't believe we're less than eight weeks out now. How exciting. Thank you both so much for your hard work and dedication to PEDRA and this meeting. We're so appreciative
1: sign up book your tickets we'll see you there
2: yeah thank you Jane it, it was great to, to spend this great. time with you and I really hope everyone gets really excited about the conference um, everyone registers um, so that we can see you um, at the conference and uh, start new projects and and start start the magic.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Getting to Know You. You can register for the PEDRA annual conference over at www.pedraresearch.org. Once again, we'll be in Atlanta, Georgia, November 9th through the 11th. So please make sure you get yourself registered. The registration deadline is October 26th, but you'll want to make all of your travel arrangements before then. So head over to our website at pedraresearch.org and register today.